Welcome to the Blue Jeans Christian Weekly Podcast, where we will take your faith and the powerful Word of God and make them as practical and relevant to your job, home, and hobbies as your favorite pair of blue jeans are on a Saturday. In my office at work, I have four verses on a little note that I would keep underneath my keyboard. And I pull that out for encouragement, for strength, for hope, and to remind me of who is really in charge. Yes, and today we're going to talk about those four verses and how their practical application to my job each day, whether that be working or or actually running the business, (laughs) was so helpful. You know, have you ever had to make a really difficult phone call or you were expecting a very difficult phone call? Maybe a very irate customer said he was going to call you back in two minutes. (laughs) Or maybe you're waiting to hear the results of a bid that you worked so hard on and for so long, and the results of that bid are going to determine the course of your company for the next six months to a year, if it's even going to keep going. (laughs) Or how about those phone calls that you knew were coming because you heard some rumors that there was a problem at a job site? I've had those. I've had those calls come in where the contractor's on the phone that says, hey, your beam didn't fit. We need a new one here right now. And the crane is in the air. It's $350 an hour. The clock is ticking. And you didn't even have that beam in stock. Or how about you just submitted a report to the finance department and you realized about two minutes after you turned it in that you made a mistake. Oh boy, what do we do? (laughs) Here's that phone call. Here it comes. Oh boy. Or maybe you heard from the grapevine that the bosses were going to be laying off about three people. And you knew you're on the low end of that totem pole. So are you going to be laid off? Or are you going to keep your job? Just waiting for that hammer to come down. Time to pull out that four-verse note that I would have under my keyboard. Boy, did I read that often. That thing has got smudges and tears and worn around the edges. In fact, I'll put a picture of that note on my website, bluejeanschristian.com. I'll turn this podcast into a quick little blog post, and I'll put the picture there. So go there if you want to take a look at it. So let's get right to it, okay? I won't waste your time, because you probably need these verses as much as I did, and maybe you want to know them for the next time when something comes up. Okay, here they are. First one is Psalm 31, 24. The Lord preserves the faithful. Be of good courage, and God will strengthen your heart. You whose hope is in the Lord. King David wrote this verse, and it's actually a plural imperative. And he wrote it because he's trying to tell you to do something. And he learned from experience that doing this will result in that. (laughs) Okay, do something and you will get a result. And this same imperative is actually in the Old Testament in 20 different places. And it's based on this promise that God gave to Joshua back in Joshua chapter 1. Remember, Joshua had 
just learned that Moses had died, and now God was turning to Joshua to lead the Israelites into the promised land. And Joshua was somewhat of a timid kind of a guy, and he just started shaking. (laughs) His knees got feeble and weak and started shaking. And God told him three times in that first chapter to be strong and of good courage. In fact, to be very strong. God put him where he is, and God would help him. But he had to be strong and had to have courage. He had to get that for himself. And God said to do three things. First of all, trust me, God said. Second, read my words. Read, read the Bible you have at the time, and you can gain strength from that. And thirdly, look at how I've treated you in the past. Look at the battles that we've won. Look at the good things that I have done and given you and taken care of you over the past. And you can gain strength and courage from all three of those. So when David wrote this in Psalm 31, verse 24, he actually was tying this back to verse 19. So if you're looking in the Bible, go back to verse 19, because this is how to do it and why to do it. Where it says, Oh, how great is your goodness, God! which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust you. God's goodness, God's strength is on display if you will just recognize it and then gain strength from that. With thanksgiving, of course. (laughs) You got to be thanking God for those things for him to continue, I think. So be thankful of the things that God has given you and has proven himself faithful to you. And from that, you will have courage and strength and your innermost parts in your heart, that verse says, in your heart and your hope is in the Lord. Listen, Hebrews 11.6 says it's impossible to please God without faith. And believe me, you want God pleased with you. (laughs) So you do that by demonstrating your faith. And one way to demonstrate faith and to let God prove himself to you and his promises to you is to do this. Tell yourself this verse. Okay, tell yourself what this verse says. And this is actually what I have written on my note underneath the keyboard. I don't have the verse written. I have this display of faith, okay? Because I wanted to show God I am faithful. I'm trusting you. Here's what I have written. I will be of good courage. God will strengthen my heart. My hope is in the Lord. You are making a statement of faith when you say that. And I would say that out loud, And then I would pick up the phone and make that difficult call or do that difficult thing that God's having me do, evidently. Number two, here's the second verse that's on my note. It is Psalm 112.7. A righteous man does not fear bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting the Lord. In the 31 years in the steel fabrication business I had had, some bad news. (laughs) I'd had my fill of that many, many times. So much so that I had gotten to where 
I was fearful every time the dadgum phone would ring. I'd think, oh, now what happened? Now what's wrong? Now what did they want? Now who screwed up? To where I was just scared. And that's no way to live, and that is absolutely no way for a Christian to be. I realized that one time when it came across this verse. It says, a righteous man does not fear bad news. Wait a minute, am I righteous? Supposedly. Remember, Jesus on the cross made me righteous when I repented of my sins and asked him to be the Lord of my life. I'm righteous before God. The Bible says that. In several places, Romans chapter 5 is one place. When God sees me, he sees me as righteous. So I am righteous, thanks to Jesus. And if I'm righteous, which I am, then why am I fearing bad news? It's really showing God that I don't trust him. And that maybe I don't even trust what Jesus did on the cross for me. Well, that was like me smacking myself upside the head. And I went back and I thought, at least the times that I could remember, how did they actually turn out? Did it turn out really as bad as I was fearing? No, we got through them all. God got us through them all. Yeah, maybe they hurt at the time. Maybe they were a setback. But God made sure we always moved forward. And as I sat there at that time thinking that, after all those bad things that have happened, I was better off then than I had ever been in the previous years. God was honoring several of his promises right there in my mind as I look back. So that verse made it onto my little note to constantly remind me whenever I was afraid or afraid of bad news, I would pull that out and read that. Psalm 112.7, a righteous man does not fear bad news, and his heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart, that means your innermost parts, my innermost being, is steadfast, unmovable, unshakable, strong like a steel beam that supports an entire 72-story building. That's my heart, thanks to the Lord. Just like everyone in that building trusts that beam, God has shown me I can trust Him. He is my steadfast, my strength, my trust. The next little verse that I have written on my note, I wrote right after I wrote down that Psalm 112.7 passage on my note. So this one is Psalm 37.3, and it's only four words. It's not the whole verse, but it's the most important part of that verse to me. Feed on his faithfulness. Feed on his faithfulness. Draw nourishment, draw strength, just like food is to us, from God's faithfulness. How has he taken care of me in the past? I have gotten to where I am today through a lot of hardships, but through them all, God was with me and helped me and has honored several of his promises one of which that he would cause all things to work together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And I do love God. 
And I am in this job because I am here because of his purpose. I am fulfilling his purpose, okay? He wants me here in this job. That, by the way, is Romans eight twenty-eight. You might want to look and see if that's in your Bible, too. And, and you have to check it every now and then and make sure it's still there. <laughs> so he will cause everything to work together for good. And I can look back on on my life and my job and see numerous times when that happened. It was rough and it was difficult and there were some bad things that happened, but he always turned it out to be good. He always worked it out for good. That's cool. And I can chew on those and gain strength from that because you know what? God is the same yesterday as he is today as he is tomorrow. You'll find that several places in Scripture. So how God treated me back then and got me through some stuff, he will get me through those things today. Because he's the same. It's all the same to him. And the things that are coming up tomorrow or next week or next month, he'll get me through those too. Because it's all the same time frame to him. It's all the same. God is steadfast. God is trustworthy. And he has proven it to me. He is faithful. And I can trust him. So I will gain my strength and nourishment to do this hard thing today because he has proven himself faithful to me. So Psalm 37, 3, feed on his faithfulness. And that brings us to the last one, number four, which is Psalm 34, 19. Many are the troubles of the righteous, but the Lord God delivers him out of them all. That, my friends, is a promise directly from God to you. Because remember, you are righteous because of what Jesus did on the cross for you if you accept him. It says, many are the troubles of the righteous. You know, just because we become Christians doesn't mean we're going to have a trouble-free life. In fact, maybe we have more. I don't know. But I do know that Jesus said that in this life, you will have troubles. But I have overcome them all. And so we can trust Jesus because he's overcome these troubles. And he will prove that to you too. This verse says, it's a promise, it says, that many are the troubles of the righteous, but the Lord God will deliver you out of them all. You know, it may not happen right away. Sometimes it does. Sometimes the phone call that you've been dreading doesn't go as bad as you thought it would. In fact, it turned out pretty good. It actually turned out good. Sometimes it is bad. And you have a huge back charge that you have to pay. And you've got to work several jobs just to make up that. Or pay a fine or something. I don't know. But sometimes it takes a while. But you'll learn from that. And you'll get through them. And it helps to have your focus on Jesus through them all too. Because he went through some hard things. Harder things than you ever will have to go through. Right? You know that, right? And he made it through them all victoriously. And he said that he will be with you always through them. This verse is a promise, and it's written on my note. And it's the one on my note that has the most fingerprints on it. Maybe the most tears dripped on it. 
It's the part that I cling to. Many are the troubles of the righteous. They're going to happen, folks. But the Lord will deliver you out of them all. You can count on that. And that gives you strength and courage and hope and will get you through that tough thing right in front of you. So there you go. That's my note of encouragement. And I would suggest that you write these verses down on your own note. Keep it under your keyboard or in your wallet or in a pocket or maybe save it on your phone. In fact, you know what? I'm going to put this on my website in a blog post. So if you'll find that and then right-click on the picture and say, Save Picture As, you can save it to your computer or your phone as well. Feel free to do that. This note of encouragement is actually God's promises to you. You have to buck up and go through the, the hard thing or the trial or make that phone call. But God will give you strength and courage through it, especially when you can demonstrate to him your faith in him through these. And I can say that from experience. So trust me, it works. <laughs> okay, Trust God. He will prove himself faithful to you. And be sure, folks, be sure and thank him when he does. Okay? The more thanks that you can give to God, the more things he does for you to give you reasons to thank him. Give that a try, too. So this is one of those episodes where the tip for life, the TFL, is actually the episode in itself. So there won't be a separate TFL I guess you could say it if you want. Your TFL is have your own note of encouragement under your keyboard or in your pocket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Hopefully this was helpful. Remember, you can find out these verses again and see them if you go to my website, bluejeanschristian.com. And you can connect with me there. Let me know if there's other verses that have been impactful and helpful to you that are God's promises that he has fulfilled in your very presence, in your job or your business. Okay, please do that. Please let me know because I would love to hear from you and give me some more reasons to praise God and thank him when I can hear how he has proven himself to you in your own life. We serve an awesome God, folks. Let him prove his awesomeness to you. For next week, we're going to start a series called How to Be Strong in the Lord. And it wouldn't be much of a how-to if we didn't tell you how to. So we're going to tell you how to be strong in the Lord. Join us next week on Tuesday for the Blue Jeans Christian Weekly Podcast. See you later. See you later.